listening to Ask a Goldminer, the show designed to help you and your brigade support battalion prepare for your decisive action rotation at the National Training Center and for combat deployments around the world. Today on Ask a Goldminer, we're talking about BSA site selection and communications planning from the S6 perspective. Let's listen in as Goldminer 30, Captain Michael Kosis, the S6 trainer, and Goldminer 03, Major Cole, the S3 trainer, discuss some observations from the field. I'm Goldminer 03, Major Dan Cole, on, and on today's episode of Ask a Goldminer, I have Goldminer 30, Captain Mike Kosis. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Excellent. So today, uh, Goldminer 30 is the... Uh, S6 trainer. We're going to talk about the S6's role in BSA site selection and BSA defense. Uh, so what are some of the things that the S6 should be doing uh, as they're looking for the ideal BSA? Uh, so number one, we have a lot of uh, different tools uh, in our uh, in our arsenal uh, that we can use as S6s uh, to determine uh, our line of sight analysis uh, to figure out how well our FM communication is going to be uh, with our sister battalions as well as internal uh, to the BSB. Uh, we also have uh, systems uh, that we can use to draw information from from the brigade uh, to understand what the overall brigade uh, signal common operating picture looks like uh, so that we can see where our adjacent battalions are uh, and then how effective their communications uh, are throughout that area of operation excellent and and in terms of terrain generally what are they looking for Uh, so number one uh, we never want to kind of park ourselves uh, inside of a wadi uh, or in a bowl uh, that doesn't allow us to get our antenna masts uh, above that terrain so that we can shoot uh, outside uh, and be able to receive as well as transmit on our communication platforms Uh, and we also don't want to necessarily park ourselves up against uh terrain that will restrict us from being able to acquire our uh, satellites for our upper TI uh, communication systems as well. Yeah, so uh, previously I sat down with uh, Goldminer Niner and we talked about uh, site selection in terms of security uh, and it seems that sometimes the security posture is at odds with uh, the ideal signal locations. Uh, is there some, some TTPs that may help resolve that yeah, so, so typically, uh, and we've seen it a lot over the last couple of rotations here, that uh, security is obviously going to be uh, one of our number one priorities when we're trying to determine uh, what that next location is going to be for displacement. Um, but it really falls on the six and the two uh, to work hand in hand uh, to understand those key terrain uh, and those key locations uh, that will provide us the best uh, for security, but will also give us uh, those open area and open means of communication uh, so that in the event that we are attacked um, while security may be good uh, we can still call out to brigade or two other battalions uh, for support uh, if we don't have the capabilities to defend ourselves here excellent and you know even the best s6s uh, if they don't have a mechanism to to provide that feedback to uh, the commander or the xo um, they're not going to be able to accomplish their job. Have you seen any best practices on how S6s can provide that their expertise to the staff? Yeah, so the number one thing uh, that we that we try to coach uh, with all S6s, uh, whether it's within the BSBs or the maneuver battalions, uh, is really just briefing in terms of risk. 
so the, the S6 should be focused on uh, three factors, uh, risk to personnel, uh, risk to the mission, uh, and risk to the network. Uh, so the one thing that's, that most of the other warfighting functions uh, won't really think of uh, that falls in the S6's lane. Uh, so we need to be able to accurately portray uh, to the commander, uh, the one that's making the decision, uh, what the location that we're choosing uh, does in terms of communications for us. Does it enable us uh, to talk on lower TI uh, and only lower TI, or does it give us the opportunity to talk both lower and upper TI? And then uh, in turn, does it also restrict us from talking lower TI? Uh, so if we lay out all those risks for the battalion commander uh, to make an educated decision, uh, on displacement, uh, we are then in turn doing what we should be doing, uh, and that's giving the commander uh, all the tools he needs uh, to make a decision. Yeah, that's great advice. Uh, there's a lot of focus uh, with the battalions on the, conducting the military decision-making process, MDMP, uh, but that is not the only venue that they should be providing feedback. Uh, what kind of things uh, should be provided during a bub or a cub, one of those more uh, periodic updates, maybe a two-minute drill, instead of just during MDMP? Yeah, so not only do we need to focus uh, on uh, our running estimates during MDMP uh, to determine what platforms we have at our, at our disposal, uh, but we need to, to focus on that uh, at any given time. Uh, so companies should be providing uh, the S6 a running estimate or a ComStat report uh, to the S6 so that they uh, understand fully what systems they have uh, up and operational out there on the battlefield. Uh, that in turn will allow the S6 to brief the commander on risks to mission moving forward, uh, specifically for BSBs uh, as we send log packs or LRPs uh, out on the road. Uh, we obviously don't want to do that without functional communications devices in those vehicles. Uh, so collecting logs, uh, collecting comm stats uh, is, is extremely important and then briefing the commander on uh, our current system statuses uh, with respect to our pace plan and not just our internal pace plan, but our pace by warfighting function. Uh, we, we typically see that we will solely focus on one pace and everybody is going to be communicating on FM or everybody's communicating on JCR. Uh, but in reality, the two may be talking to the Brigade 2 uh, on a different uh, medium. The three may be talking to the Brigade 3 on a different medium. So we need to have an all-encompassing uh, outlook on what we have that's fully mission-capable for us to do our mission. Yeah, that's, that's a really good transition. You know, talking... Uh, staff to staff, uh, the S6s uh, of the world need to be talking to each other. Uh, what what are some of the things that the S6 should be doing in, when they're talking to the other S6s in the brigade and then also to the, the brigade S6? Yeah, so this is another thing that we see a lot. Um, we as communicators uh, have the hardest time uh, communicating with one another. Uh, so while we may have predetermined times for uh, S6 syncs uh, with the brigade uh, S6 and the other battalion S6s, uh, we either find ourselves in the middle of a displacement or lacking uh, the medium in which to communicate on uh, to participate in the, in the sync, uh, and then we don't really do a good job at following up. So we need to be reaching out uh, to our fellow battalions who are operating in really potential locations that we may displace to uh, to get a good understanding of how their communication uh, devices are working for them uh, to then be able to uh, go back to our, our staff running estimates and to our commander and our XO and let them know that 
uh, hey, if we do displace to this general location, uh, I know for a fact that uh, such battalion had issues uh, talking on FM uh, or had troubles acquiring the satellite based on uh, where the STT was pre-positioned. Uh, so that is is one aspect that we should be reaching out and, and talking to the battalion and the brigade six for. Uh, but the other the other piece is is just giving the brigade uh, the understanding of of what is going on within the the BSB. Uh, typically, we see ourselves kind of towards the back end of the uh, of the battle space, uh, and more more often than not, retrans uh, assets are allocated uh, for the maneuver fight, which is always moving forward. Uh, so we don't necessarily have those uh, at our disposal uh, because we know that we're not emptoed uh, those systems. Uh, so by informing the brigade six, uh, it allows uh, him or her to develop a, a all encompassing plan. Uh, that ropes in the BSA uh, for overall communications. So now looking down instead of up, uh, you know, we talk about how the staff's role in life is to uh, enable the battalion commander to make informed decisions and then facilitate the company's execution of those decisions. However, companies uh, will find themselves struggling with a lot of the 10-level communications tasks. Uh, what are some ways that a battalion S6 for the BSB uh, can kind of uh, enable or make the company's problems a little easier uh, as they uh, prepare for their experience at the National Training Center in, in combat operations? Yeah, so there's a there's a few different avenues uh, that S6s can take. Uh, number one is, is really honing in on uh, a, a, a commo rodeo. Uh, so we know the old adage of motor pool Mondays where uh, we go into the motor pool and figure out what vehicles uh, are having issues and, and fill out our, our documentation on that. Uh, and we may pull radios uh, out of our, our conics or out of our lockers uh, to do a quick install and make sure uh, that it's receiving power. But how, uh, to what extent uh, are we really testing uh, those systems out? Uh, so really getting invested in uh, our our comma rodeos uh, at home station um, but also when we send out um, our staff uh, uh, soldiers our s6 soldiers uh, to go and assist these these companies uh, when they need support uh, it should be used as a, as a teaching moment uh, and not just as an opportunity for the s6 soldiers or the, or, or the signal soldiers to, to go and fix communications uh, they should be working with those end users those 10 levels uh, to show them what those troubleshooting steps are uh, so that this way in the future if it were to come up again uh, it, it leaves them a little bit more educated on how to fix that uh, instead of having to call the S6 over uh, or put in a, a trouble ticket for something that can be easily resolved. Uh, we also see that when the S6 uh, has a good working relationship with those company commanders uh, they can affect uh, change to the way some of the companies orient uh, their additional duties in their companies and develop a a commo soldier additional duty uh, down at the company level so that this way those soldiers can come up to the s6 shop receive uh, some above 10 level training uh, from the s6 soldiers uh, and then this way when they go back out to their companies they can be uh, that that single point uh, for the s6 to reach to and then for those companies to kind of lean on uh, for that support as well excellent well go minor 30 Captain Mike Kosas, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you, sir. If anybody has any questions or comments about this topic, you can email us at askagoldminer at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you, help you prepare 
for the National Training Center and future operations. Train the force.